As you make plans this season, consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same test hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get the results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's a great fit for your busy life. With over 20 million COVID-19 tests processed, you can count on Quest. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. That's questcovid19.com. I'm Christina Pittam, a creator and entrepreneur. And I'm Danielle Alexandra, a stylist and content creator. And we are In In Case Case You You Haven't Haven't Heard Podcast. Podcast. We're giving you the behind the scenes and an inside scoop of what really goes down. So you know exactly what the fuck is going on. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of In Case You Haven't Heard. If you're new here, my name is Danielle, and this is my lovely co-host. I am Christina, and I'm having quite the week, Danielle. (laughs) I am personally not thriving in the queue. In the queue. (laughs) I was listening to another podcast uh, called The Morning Toast, which is so good. With Claudia, Girl With No Job. Yeah. And her her sister, Mm -hmm. Jackie Jackie O Problems, I think. And um, it's just a pop culture fun podcast. They call it The Queue. And I thought it was hilarious and very appropriate. So yeah. It's cute. I'm not thriving in the queue. I was thriving in the queue and now I think I'm kind of getting hit by it. I don't know. Mostly just because I think the weather has been so brutal in Toronto. What is going on? It's May and it's snowing. Yesterday, it hailing, raining. Sunday. Sunday, it snowed and was sunny like seven different times. It was like snowing, blizzard, and then sunny and then snowing. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I literally cannot. I was like... I just want to go back to London so badly right now. I just want to tan. I know. I want to tan too. And we see other people like filming TikToks in bikinis outside. And we're here like... In my winter coat. I know. Still walking the dog in my winter coat. I actually went back onto Sephora the other day or the other night. I literally realized I didn't buy anything that I needed to. Well, I didn't buy self-tanner. And then during the Sephora sale, I still haven't gotten my package, by the way. I got mine. I still haven't gotten my package, but I forgot to add self-tanner to my cart. And I was very sad about that, but I think I'll, I'll have to buy it because I am so pale. I have been, you see, I have self-tanner on again. Well, not on my face. It looks good. I am. I've been, yeah, ever since doing it, I did it two weeks ago and then I did it again this week. And the only reason I'm hesitant is because my skin is so dry. I literally have grandma skin <laughs> and I just feel like it's even more dry, obviously with self-tanner, but then I've been getting like eczema and it's like super dry and patchy in that area. So it doesn't look the cutest, but you know what? I'm not seeing anyone. So that can easily be edited in photos. Yeah. Well, your glow is looking quite nice. I'm just pale. I just I'm can't. trying to overcompensate for like my hair highlights growing out <laughs> and I'm like now half brunette, half blonde. So today's episode, we're going to touch more on pop culture. Yeah, I'm very pumped about this episode actually because something that I've been doing during this time is, you know, binging shows that are not educational. Don't provide any, any value. value. Your brain shuts off while you watch them. But are like just <laughs> so entertaining. So entertaining. <laughs> What's your favorite? Okay, well, I obviously watched Too Hot to Handle, which is I watched that too. 
I have to say. So good. Really enjoyed it. I know you don't watch shit reality TV. I don't, guys. But I've been a fan of Love Island for years. And I've, and heard, it's, I've it's heard good things. Great. Great things about it. What do you love about shows like that? Just how dumb they are. I think it's the drama. It's just so like cheesy, right? It's so so Love Island, for those of you who don't know, is a British show or like a UK show. Which so it makes it way better. Or is it international? No, it's a UK show. I mean, like, are they people international who are on it? No, they're like from All- England, Ireland. I don't even remember if Scott. I'm sure. Just I think anywhere in like... I think it's UK fully. I, I'm a hardcore fan, so I should know this. But <laughs> no, mostly from England and Ireland, I believe. Okay. Which is, it's funny because Too Hot to Handle, sorry to interrupt, is mostly composed of people that aren't... Like, yeah, they're like Canadian, either, Australian. But br- mostly people with accents. Yes. And I'm like this, okay. So it's basically the same thing. Yeah, but for Love Island, it's every day in the summer. So every night there's a new episode to watch. It takes a lot of effort. Wait, so how long are the seasons? It runs in a, in the summer. So it's- So they film like every day, like two months before it goes live. And then they have an episode going every single day. Yeah, there's an episode every night. So you see like the actual progression of the relationship versus yes. like too hot to handle it's like eight days clammed into one. But for Love Island, at the end of it, you either pick love or money. The couple who gets voted to win yeah. will have a choice between love or money. So okay. you have to like choose love or money. And if you both choose love, then you like split the money and then you like ha- you're in love. love but that. if one picks money <laughs> and like one picks love, yeah, then obviously- It doesn't you, work out. Well, you get the money, but then I don't know if you're- getting love because you just like, fucked that person over and you just chose money. True. And then how's, I didn't finish Too Hot to Handle, but how does that finish? Too Hot to Handle is- You get mon- money no, and so love. No, so there's a pot. You win it all. <laughs> no, there's a pot of so money. So Canadian of us. Like you can have it all. No, <laughs> it's not like nice. that. It's okay, okay, not sorry. like that at all. So there's a pot of money. It's $100,000. Well, which gets slowly depleted throughout the episode. Yeah, so they're not allowed to have any sexual contact. So they can't like have sex. They can't kiss. Unless their watch goes off. Uh, yeah, unless <laughs> they have the green light from their watch. And then if they kiss or have sex or do anything of that sort, the pot goes down. So you lose money if you do these things. And my favorite couple, Francesca and Harry, literally did everything and they made everyone lose money. But then they won the money back or how much was the grand amount? They got to split it all. So everyone splits it and then Fran and thing get love. Harry get love. I guess. But then there was like some article that said... They broke up for a bit and now, but they, they're, together they're thriving right now. Right now. They're, they're they thriving in the queue. Thriving. So yeah, there's a little rundown for that show. That was definitely one of the hottest shows. And I think it did so well because of quarantine. Like if yes. quarantine wasn't happening, I don't think it'd be as trending or as highly trending on Netflix. Generally, people love shows about love. Well, those shows are so easy to watch passively, right? So that's why I love shit TV too, is because it's a pat, like you can do chores and it makes it so much fun. True. You can fold laundry and like watch the Kardashians and just have a ball. So I actually don't like to watch TV unless I'm fully engaged. And the show that I finally discovered after a month and a half in quarantine, and that is Outer Banks. Outer Banks is so good. If you want a like 
romance story with a really sexy guy playing the protagonist with like luscious brown hair i'm so into it he's so my type he's like literally checks every box and i love that he's like so rough around the edges too and then he of course falls in love with like the rich girl blah 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 anyway guys watch it it's so easy to watch i think there's only eight episodes which is insane because we want season two to come out. But I was just watching some YouTube videos. I hate shows with one season, let me say, because I always binge it. And then I'm like, okay, what's next? I want the other season. What's going on? So now I won't watch TV for like another month until it comes back or something else comes up. Yeah, that's how I work. The show is so good. And I've been watching like virtual interviews that they've been having because they're all actually in quarantine together. Oh, cool. Because they just finished filming. I don't know. For some reason, they're all in quarantine together. And they were saying how like this show wasn't necessarily supposed to get picked up the way it has. And because of the quarantine, they're so grateful. Normally, this shit doesn't happen. They obviously have friends who have been in acting before, especially the main guy, Chase, the hot guy. Because he's older. He plays a 16-year-old, but he's... Yeah, but that's not old. No, but I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Not that it's old, but... Yeah, so Chase, for example, he was saying how he has like a friend who's in the industry and like he was talking about his whole process of like actually going to the casting for the part. And one of his friends who's like, you know, successful in the acting space was saying how to go into this, but without having like such high expectation. And anyway, long story short, the show is killing it. Also probably due to COVID-19 and I'm so happy for them. And I can't wait for this show to thrive because I'm very invested. So that's been my favorite show on Netflix. I guess this past couple of weeks. I've been loving the like top 10. I think it's a new thing. Like I never really realized. Hollywood's on there too, right? Yes. So good. Hollywood. I binged that in two days. I finished that and that was not okay for my sleeping. Like I literally went to bed at 4am one night because I needed to watch it. Hollywood was so good. I like watching reality TV because I don't have to engage, but Hollywood, I engaged. I love Ryan Murphy to begin with. And most of his shows I've watched love American Horror Story. And this one was just a perfect merge of old Hollywood glam with drama, with love. There were so many, not even political, but just like issues that were shown. And I just loved it. It was amazing. I have to watch that one next. I don't want to give too, the reason why I'm hesitant of like explaining too much is because I don't want to give too much away, but it is a must watch. What I think is really interesting is how the rise of all of these people and all of their careers, because of how well these Netflix shows have been doing, has really given like a really quick rise to like celebrity or stardom for so many of these actors. Like to start with Fran from Too Hot to Handle, she was already an influencer um, prior to going on the show. I mean, that's probably partly how she got casted. And she was sitting at like 500K, I think. I'm guilty of doing this when I get obsessed with a show Mm -hmm. I will go on YouTube or I'll go research like about the cast or about the people and like see what they're doing now and I saw an interview with her I believe on YouTube and she said that actually a casting or no I think it was her YouTube channel that she was saying this 
And the casting director of Too Hot to Handle messaged her, like DM'd her on Instagram. And that's how she Oh my God, was that casted. makes perfect and, sense. Yeah, and she was saying she was like so the millennial. last one. Yeah, she was like one of the last ones to get casted. So I think the reason why she even said that was because someone had asked her a question saying like, how do you get casted for Too Hot to Handle? And she was like, I don't know, they DM'd me. That's crazy. That just goes yeah. to show. And like now she's, I mean- she was two weeks ago. She was at 2.4 million and now she's at 3.3. She's at four now. She's at four now. Yeah. Okay. This is insane. I was also looking after watching all of these outlanders. That's what it's called, right? Outland- outlander. Yeah, yeah. Outlanders interviews. Chase, they were, or he was talking about how they literally overnight from like whatever is zero or maybe a few thousand to over a million. And it's just like, what do you do with that much attention so quickly, right? I mean, now they have to kind of start building their personal brand. And for them, it's kind of based off their characters and then they'll start, you know, turning into whatever else they want. But it's incredible. Like, imagine if we could just like get on something and then, you know, hit a million followers. Imagine how many brand deals and like, paid opportunities and collabs and literally the world is your oyster. So like all these people are given these platforms in a blink of an eye and they now they have like the world in front of them and they can do whatever they want, which is insane. Like there's so much opportunity available now because of social media. You have to be quick now also to leverage that popularity though, because if you don't have the right people supporting you and the right people around you and the right frame of mind and all of these things in place, you could really just not capitalize on all of this sort of momentum. Like once the wheel starts turning, like there's so many opportunities available for these people. I was listening to a podcast or Skinny Confidential. We both love the Skinny Confidential, but with Paula Abdul. And she was I saying- I actually skipped the episode yesterday. Oh, I was like, uh, I don't know. Boy, I, was it I good? listened to it while I was walking Billy yesterday. Yeah, it was good. And she was saying like, like how she was on Idol. She was saying like, not only did the people that won, like you didn't have to win Idol to become, like to make it. And also you had to have the right things in place and, and utilize your fan base for Idol in order to make it, the top 10 of American Idol would have a solid fan base. So it's like what you did after Idol that like propelled your career forward. So for all these people who are having these kind of like shows that were maybe even for Money Heist, Money Heist was another Netflix pickup. Like it was an international Spanish show that had been out for years. And then all of a sudden Netflix picked it up and all of these people became like international stars. It's like, now what do you do? Like, how do you capitalize on that how do you now take that and make it into a brand or an empire or whatever you want or your job exactly well I think that a lot of people like especially not to like put them in a box but especially like Instagram models they sometimes grow really quickly obviously because their content is like hot or sexy and like probably is being reposted by these like big you know other accounts that are like, whether it's, you know, Max Summers, Playboy or something featuring them. And as a result, they can get a lot of likes and a lot of followers. But then a lot of people with hundreds of thousands or just under a million followers aren't actually necessarily making more money than maybe a content creator at like 50K or even less than. It's really about capitalizing on the opportunity. And I think, I'm trying to think like if you were, for example, in Fran's position, and you just, you literally went from 500 to 2.4 to 3.3 to 4 million. What would be like the first thing that you would have, you would do? I would well, hire a manager. So 
Yeah, for sure. But I think she's already done that because she has a swim line now. Are you fucking kidding yep. me? I've been on this right at the beginning because I'm right when shook. Too Hot to Handle came on, I was like, oh, a new reality show. I advocate for reality shows. Fucking love reality shows. Watched it. I was watching it with Michael. I don't want to expose him. And he, we loved it. We thought it was a hilarious show. I looked on her Instagram. I want to say it was like 500K at the time. I'm literally right at the beginning. I'm literally searching it up right now. Yeah. So she has a swim line now. And so she's doing a great job with capitalizing on her. And it's literally her name. Yeah. And the thing is, is that she had this Instagram and her first post was in March. So it was, I'm sure that either she did it right when Too Hot to Handle came out, because I actually forget when it came out. I think it came out at the beginning of quarantine. No, like mid-quarantine? It wasn't it came the out in March. Okay, sure. So it came out in March. They pro- she probably couldn't post the label until the show came out so because that's they were thinking. also so hiding I'm their thinking relationship. I'm she had this in order thinking that the show would take off. Regardless, great idea. And I'm actually shook. This is so awesome that she did that. Yeah. Oh, and it's ethical, sustainable, and biodegradable. So yes. I'm already a fan. But I love how now she's Vancouver slash LA. I don't know if she was that before. I think she was because she's from Vancouver and she's quarantined there right now. That's true. I think she's doing a good job. Like she was more of the Instagram model side of things. So it makes sense that she would have a bikini line because all of her pictures are literally in like a bra and underwear. Yeah. So that's one example of how she's like just using her platform. So this is also an example of how just because she was, I mean, right now she's kind of still in the beginning stages, but she was on Too Hot to Handle, which we've just both agreed on is a super cheesy and dramatic show, kind of like totally bullshit, but is pure entertainment. But I'm waiting for the second season. So Exactly. And because of that, like maybe the way she was portrayed in that, I mean, because of all the drama, they make you look like a shit disturber. But now she's gone off the show, obviously, because it was filmed a year ago. And she's slowly starting to pivot her brand. And who knows where she could go? Like her reputation because of that show is by no means tied to like who she's going to be perceived as like now or even a year down the line. I think that's the interesting part of social media and how to use it in the right way is that you can kind of reinvent yourself throughout the totally throughout your career. Let's say you can start off by being, you know, an Instagram model, but then turn into a, you know, tech mogul. Like it's just like, you can really reinvent yourself multiple times because things go, you know, they're in trend, they come out of trend. It's just like how it's like a a never ending circle. Well, what I find almost more interesting is that just because you've been put in a box here, you don't stay in that box, which is something that like has never been a thing before. Like we've all gotten, you know, the hot tip from our parents, especially, especially when we were growing up about, you know, watch what you put on the internet because it'll stay there forever. And of course that's so true. And I mean, now we're all pushing out so much content on so many different platforms and it's all going to live there for a very long time, forever. But I don't think that's at the top of everyone's mind anymore because of how easily we've seen people transition from one thing to another throughout their career or just throughout their life. Like, I really don't think that people are held, you know, account- accountable for like something that they posted, you know, five years earlier. 
and having it affect their like future venture or their future job. I really think that the line has been blurred. And I mean, there's some people who have literally like created so much chaos and drama, like in the world, like think about certain YouTubers, you know, for example, Logan Paul, he literally stirred the fucking pot. He's a controversial YouTuber. He did something really crazy. Like a few years back, he took a pause on YouTube. He was at the peak of his then career and he comes back And now he has like the number one podcast in the world. I personally find it extremely entertaining. They have really great guests on, very informative. I personally just think the chemistry is great on the show with all the hosts. And he's now only doing great things. And obviously people will never forget that, but I think people are just, and especially our generation and and Gen Z are able to look past it. I think it's important to note too that all of these people are reinventing themselves with their own brands, right? Like, because I I agree with the lines have been blurred because everyone reinvents themselves. Also, it's just natural because if you're not reinventing yourself, then you're doing the same thing and it's going to become stale and boring and no one's going to want it anymore. And you're not growing. And you're not growing. So you have to reinvent yourself. And that's what the interesting part about creating a brand or, you know, developing a brand is. But at the same time, if you're like wanting to work in corporate America or, you know, in banking, finance, lawyer, doctor, like there are those lines that are still there and like valid because people aren't going to want to like deal with somebody that maybe are posting like stupid videos online. But are they? I mean, like, would you not take your doctor as seriously if, like, she also had sexy pics on her Instagram? (laughs) But maybe not currently, but like. Everyone has their own life and they can do whatever they want. But I'm just saying for big corporations, like, I think that they would see that as something negative. And I'm not saying I personally think it's negative or positive. I'm just saying like, I think those lines are still there in place. But when it comes to yourself and your own brand, you can really reinvent yourself as many times as you want. And you can, everyone kind of fucks up and like scandals are, the thing about scandals too online are like, they last for a second. Like a hot minute. A hot minute. And then people forget. And like, there's They're on to the next thing. They're on to the next thing because people don't really care. They just want that like quick drama and they want to feel like all the trolls come out because they can come out. The good thing about it is that people can reinvent themselves and that's how you stay relevant because people will become bored of the content that you're producing if it's always the same. So as creator or as a brand, you always have to reinvent and develop yourself. So on that aspect, I agree with, but I still think that there are some lines that are not blurred and are still quite there and in like traditional traditional. settings and stuff. See, that's true. And I guess what we're, all the people we're kind of referring to are people who are like either entrepreneurs or have their own platform. So of course they have more flexibility because they're not tied to anything or any specific structure that's been, you know, built over time. But, and the point is, I think that the consumer now more than ever doesn't care as much as before. It's not like you're going to judge somebody because you might judge them, but it's you'll no, still follow you'll them. Still, yeah. Like you, <laughs> you may, ghost you, that may ghost yeah, <laughs> you may judge them, but because of the reinvention, you might like forget about it or it might not be relevant to you. And you might just see the person as they are today. 
Like, and- Or you might follow them and then like be turned off by that. And then a year down the line that you stumble on them again. And you're like, oh my God, I'm in- I fuck with that. I yes. never used to watch Logan Paul on YouTube. I didn't even watch YouTube. I don't, I don't even follow Logan Paul to be honest. I don't follow him either. I, well, I low key like followed him because I was like, maybe he'll slide in my DM. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I literally listened to every single episode of Impulsive because it's so good, in my opinion. I should watch. I, I haven't subscribed. I, I've never even listened to an episode. To well, honest. it's like the other guy's podcast that I love and you didn't like that oh, one. It's no. like the same tone. I'm just like, so for the boys. For the boys. I think what all this comes down to is that all these people develop a serious clout over time and clout is the key to success. Why do you think that clout is the key to success? Because as soon as you have a fan base, you can literally do whatever you want with it and people will follow you. Whether you're an influencer, you know, who starts a fashion line, who then writes a book, Danielle Bernstein, case A, or you're a YouTuber who launches a merch line, falls off the face of the earth, then launches a podcast. And I think they also released a documentary on the flat earth, case B, Logan Paul. There's literally so much opportunity and you can do whatever you want once you have clout and people to follow you that's my theory and it's i think it's true think about paris hilton okay paris hilton is an an icon icon. (laughs) she literally started it all like what's the show she was on the simple life which what started reality tv yes was the one of the first actually the first i think reality television shows other than the real world because they might have been at the same time And like the reason she's so successful is because she puts on a persona. She gives the people what they want. And gives people exactly what they want. She is a beautiful blonde girl. She's skinny. She's rich. And she just plays the dumb blonde. But how many businesses does she have? She's so successful. She's like manipulated her persona to like then be able to like take on all these different ventures. Like also she, doesn't age because she's 40 next year. No, she's not. Yeah. Well, it's because she has no children, no stress, <laughs> no husband. She has, her businesses range from, you know, paid to party. Skincare. To skincare, to fragrance, to DJ. And now she's actually doing this like collab with Tana Mojo. They're doing oh, this like what? series. They're like best friends now. And Tana was literally saying what we're saying now, but how she was just like, you have always been an icon I looked up to. And there's, there's a YouTube video on it on okay, Paris' channel. Get on that. But it's just so funny. Paris, whenever she's in the public eye, she always, and public eye also means like YouTube and stuff. She always carries herself in the exact same way. And that is just like, a talent that she's developed over time. And because of that, I mean, she's just been just so successful. Have you watched um, Instant Influencer, the new reality TV show that YouTube is producing with James Charles? No, 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 no. Tell me about this, please. Okay, so there's Instant Influencer and the concept is it's hosted by James Charles and he's His way to pick himself back up and (laughs) reinvent after his like failed, what was that? Like a quarrel? What is it called when you have like a fight? Yeah. So he's with, a host. What's her name? Tati. Yeah, his curl with Tati. Yeah, that was that was a while ago. People forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, people forgot about that. He's already I, I, doing. Everyone's. The- I think everyone's over that by now. True. Yeah. True. Um. So he's the host, and and the concept is there's six contestants, and they are choosing the next big beauty influencer. They're all very. I I actually looked at their 
following. Are they all right like at the YouTubers? Like- yeah, they're all on Instagram and YouTube and they all had pretty like low numbers. Like everyone was under like 50K, which is like the new, the, 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 they want to shine light on the emerging stars kind of thing. And Paris Hilton was actually the guest judge of the first episode. I love that. And she was, she I love always that. had positive things to say. She's like, I love it. That's hot. That smile. I just like, <laughs> oh, she also wrote a book. You just reminded me. Yes. Every Friday, it's a new episode on YouTube on James's channel. So it's free to watch, which is an interesting way of it- introducing a show to, you know, the YouTube world, right? Like they're doing a reality TV show that's on YouTube, produced by YouTube hosted by a main one of the biggest beauty beauty influencers influencers. so it's just an interesting I'm I'm curious to see if they do more of these type of things just because there's already a following there so it's not like they are it's it's being posted on a different account like it's being posted on James's channel yeah so this is like kind of again this is a way of reinventing a platform for Mm -hmm. another use I think the only other person who's really done this previously was or is I guess because he still does it your other favorite guy oh Shane Dawson Shane Dawson who has his you know series that he posts of like long lengthy episodes that follow like a longer storyline than one episode so Super, super cool. Um, I'll have to look into that. Now, more than ever, the term celebrity can be really anyone. I viewed celebrity before or when I was younger as... The people in the magazine. The people in the magazine. On people's magazine cover. The actors. Like Nicole Kidman. Yes, or the singers, like the top pop stars. (laughs) Yes, or even like... Just A list celebrities, A-list basically. Celebrities we're that only were, celebrities. We're celebrities. Yes. But now there's D list celebrities like TikTok stars. <laughs> there's not only D list celebrities, but even like the models and the photographers, the producers, the writers. Anyone with like a big following. Anyone with a following. And like obviously some like career that backs that up is and, a celebrity. And the thing too now is more than ever, like before you were kind of just like a, you just had one job. You were a model. That's what you did. You were just a model. Not just a model, but that was your job. Mm-hmm. Now you're models, multifaceted. Yeah. Now you're multifaceted. Like now models are becoming, you know, beauty influencers. They have YouTube channels. They want to connect with their audience. They want to create more of a brand than just like being a model. Now models have YouTube channels. Well, they're not only getting paid, for example, for, you know, the campaign by Maybelline, but Maybelline's also paying them to post a story or Instagram post on their feed or do a sponsored video. Which is great. I think Romy is a perfect example of this. Yeah. Romy, the Victoria's Secret model, she launched, I mean, she's obviously been on Instagram, started working with Revolve. And then that's, you know, one big influencer driven women's wear brand that's direct to consumer. And then she launched her YouTube channel. And I actually love watching her. She's so engaging. She goes in, like, she's very raw, very real. And again, she shows you the behind the scenes of her life as a model, but then also like her relationship and just, yeah, you really get like the full inside scoop on a lot of these people's lives because you don't just do one thing because it's boring now, but it's also cool because you have multiple ways of making and generating money, right? It's not just the gigs that you get from your agent, but like everyone's, I guess, a version of an entrepreneur, no matter what they're doing. Nowadays, people aren't putting all of their eggs in one basket. They 
want to reinvent themselves. They want to use their, you know, following from, you know, their previous venture or previous career and propel them forward and reinvent themselves and create something that not only aligns with what they did before, but makes them even bigger of a, of a brand. Yeah. And it just like increases their personal brand. And especially if it's something that so organically aligns with their passion, right? Like you were saying, Shay Mitchell, for example. Yeah. she She's an actor. Yes. She did a lot of um, travel vlogs. She was still a personality and she she decided to do bags and travel gear. And again, she was an actor to a YouTuber, to a designer or company owner. So that's just exhibit C of like how so many people under the spotlight, once given the opportunity and given that light, why wouldn't you just take that and run with it? Right. And just literally, again, the world is your oyster. So I just hope that opportunity comes to us (laughs) sooner than later. I hope this pop culture episode was something of interest for you guys. I mean, is definitely something different than we've done before. We never really talk about, well, we talk a little bit about pop culture, but this was something that we were talking about you know, on our own. And we thought it was really interesting because of the whole, what is a celebrity? Yeah. And it's super fun and super engaging. So if you guys like this type of episode, please let us know. And you can let us know on our DM, which is that you haven't heard podcast, or you can email us at you haven't heard podcast at gmail.com and just rate us five stars guys and leave us a review because we are putting out a new episode every week for you and we love you. So thanks for tuning in. Bye guys. See you next time. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.